Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee. David and Brenda start your day with a fresh cup of joy and inspiration, whether it's through interviews, news, music, or prayer. It's all viewed through a Catholic lens. It's the Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Tuesday morning to you. It is June 13th, 7 a.m. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. Thanks so much for joining us today, making our way toward the middle of the month. Let's talk sports. Okay, let's talk that's, sports. I'll I, try to keep up. I know that's why you come to this station. <laughs> it's for hot sports talk. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, your NBA champions. Okay, I did not watch the update on yes. that last night. We'll, we'll get to that in sports, but I did want to bring up, I told you, I was just telling you about this, maybe one of the saddest endings wow. to a college baseball game Not last if you're night. Stanford. Well, not if you're Stanford. That, that's that's <laughs> true. It's still sad, though. Uh, so Stanford, Texas, playing for... Well, the winner goes to the College Baseball World Series. So they're playing in one of the Super Regionals, the best of three. It's tied one-to-one. So last night's game, whoever wins last night's game, goes to the College World Series. So the score is tied in the bottom of the ninth inning. So it couldn't have been closer, obviously. Okay. So Stanford is up in the bottom of the ninth. Their last ups, if it, if it remains tied at the bottom of the ninth, then it goes into extra innings. So anyway... Stanford has a guy on first and a guy on second base with two outs. So Texas just needs one more out, and it goes to extra innings. So anyway, uh, Texas' top relief pitcher is in throwing, and he induces a routine fly ball. Oh, Dave, the anticipation. Yes, he induces a routine fly ball yes. to basically about center field. In fact, as soon as the Stanford batter hits it, the Texas pitcher just starts walking off the mound because he knows easy oh, catch, easy catch, routine fly ball. So the two Stanford outfielders, they can't find the ball in the lights. It's like twilight out. Sure. And they're both looking there, and you can both see them panicked like, Where's the ball? Where's the ball? Their arms are outstretched. Like, do you have it? Can you see it? And you can see another guy pointing. It's like, it's right there. He can see it from his angle. He can see it from his angle. But these guys, the ball's coming right up. They can't (gasps) see it. Plop. Right in front of them. The ball falls right in front of them. The Stanford guy on second, of course, he's already rounding third because it's the last out. He's going to go for it. He scores, and that's the ball game. Stanford wins it. You felt so bad for the two guys in the outfield. I suppose if you were pulling for Stanford, you'd feel great this morning. But for those ball players in the outfield doing their best, it's just one of those things that happens. One of those things in a very untimely circumstance and I don't but I don't know if I've ever really seen that happen I've seen where guys lose it for a little bit you know and then they finally catch it find it and catch it or somebody catches it I've seen it where all three of the players see it and are going for it and hit and each it, other right yeah and they run into each they other. run into each right. other yeah it's so, but, it's oh. just, it was brutal and those guys the two Texas guys were just 
Oh, I mean, they were so emotional. Because, uh, of course. You know, it's it's to go to the World Series. That's it. And uh, they just couldn't see the ball. <laughs> oh, I, I do feel kind of bad for them. Oh, I felt bad. Sure. I, I did feel that's bad tough. for them. Yeah, because it's heartache. just like, you, you just know the panic that's going through them when they, neither of them can see the ball. Uh, instances like this are character building. <laughs> yes, they How are. How do you come back with some, after something like that and uh, I know. you just pray to God to help yeah. you know, build you up and the support of your teammates? I mean, they're, they're a team. They, you, yeah. you know, you can't blame one person for this and... So, that, wow. That's that's how it ended. So, Stanford, they're going to the uh, College World Series. Oh, well. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, so that's how that's how it ended. So, anyway, I just I, I just when I saw that last night, and I just tuned in right at the end, too, cuz I hadn't really watched it and it's just like, "Oh, see what's happening with that Stanford Texas game." And that's And how, that is exactly what is happening that's there. That's how it ended. So, wow. anyway. Well, my uh, the saga of the home uh, renovation bedroom yes. continues, so I did not get much TV in last night, and uh, it will continue again this yeah. evening. So, it's not you, you enter in these projects oh, and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to paint this room and then I'm going to put some molding in and it'll be all done. Yeah, it just keeps no, going. No, it's never that yeah, easy. It's never that easy. Uh, so. Believe me, I know. I've gotten involved <laughs> with those. Uh, I guess we better get on with the show now that we have the uh, sports talk. So. Sports talks. So what are you going to do in your sports <laughs> update to, That's later right. on? So what do you have coming up? Well, David, this group of people didn't think they'd get into trouble because of Pope Francis' view on care for the earth. But three climate activists get a hefty bill for gluing themselves to a first century statue. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, and uh, we'll have more sports. More sports. Well, we got a great show ahead for you on this Tuesday morning. Here is Dante Schmidt and Victory. We are David and Brendan on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
lost in utter darkness till you came and rescued me i was bound by all my sin when your love came and set me free now my soul can sing a new song now my heart has found a home now your grace is always with me and i'll never be alone that is dante schmitz and victory it is 710 at Mater Day radio it's the bridge between your faith and everyday life david and brenda with you on this tuesday morning do you see whose feast day it is today uh, I did not look at the calendar. It Who's is St. Anthony of Padua. Hey! Doctor of the Church. Oh, find us a good show today, would you? <laughs> okay, yes, that's right, exactly. Here's <laughs> St. Anthony. Hey, you know who's coming to town? Uh, I actually do know right. this case. Tell me. The wonderful Tim Staples. That is exactly right. You're going to hear about that right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Good morning. Please join me, Father Martin King, pastor of St. Thomas More Catholic School and Parish, in this morning prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, enlighten my mind with truth, inflame my heart with love, inspire my will with courage, enrich my life with service, pardon what I have been, sanctify what I am. Order what I shall be, and thine shall be the glory, and mine eternal salvation. Through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless. For more prayer resources, please visit our website at materdayradio.com or check the prayer section on the new Hail Mary Media app. The Benedictine Brewery Tap Room is a place of hospitality and fellowship, a place where all who come are welcome and where the peace of nearby Mount Angel Abbey permeates. Come for the beer, return to share the spirit of the monks of Mount Angel who brew craft beer in the tradition of the Belgian monks of old using local waters and hops grown on Abbey land. Taste and believe. Learn more at benedictinebrewery.com. That's benedictinebrewery.com. During June, Mater Dei Radio unites with Catholics around the world to start the summer by honoring the most sacred heart of Jesus. Grow closer to Christ during this special time through our three daily broadcast of the Holy Mass, the Sacred Mysteries of the Rosary, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and a wide variety of inspiring spiritual reflections. Mater Dei Radio is also honored to take your specific intentions to the most sacred heart of Jesus through our powerful prayer hotline. Share your personal requests with our dedicated prayer team right now by clicking the pray button on the Hail Mary Media app and materdayradio.com or call the prayer hotline directly, 503-285-3737. 
That's 503-285-3737. And let us pray for you throughout the month of June as we lead souls into the most sacred heart of Jesus through the Immaculate Heart of Mary at Mater Dei Radio. And it is 713 at Mater Dei Radio. It's David and Brenda with you on The Morning Bland. Forecast today, well, they're saying some morning clouds, although it looks pretty nice right now. High of 76 degrees after the clearing. Increasing clouds overnight tonight, low of 50 degrees. And then for Wednesday, partly sunny, saying just 68 degrees on Wednesday. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's a little cooler. It is much cooler for sure. Currently 59 degrees at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Vancouver. And 59 degrees at St. Anthony's Church in Tigard. Good morning. This is Dina Marie, and I'm excited to give you an update from our Lady of Peace retreat on a summertime experience. This will be the 50th anniversary of their Summer Institute in Catholic teaching. It's a combination of spiritual retreat and educational retreat. And with me today to talk about his part in presenting this year is Tim Staples. You hear him very often on Catholic Answers Live, Catholic author, apologist, and Catholic convert. Welcome, Tim Staples. It's great to have you joining us today. It is wonderful to be with you. I want to kick off, Tim, because as we're recording this, we are in the middle of the Easter season and Christ is risen. He is risen indeed in the Archdiocese of Portland alone. Over 700 people coming into the Catholic Church, baptized, confirms, First Holy Communion. And I want to just ask you as an apologist, as one who's hearing about people seeking the truth, what's been going on? What are the questions as people are really into the season of Easter? Yeah, we we are just seeing a real hunger for truth, perhaps as we've never seen in the 30 years I've been uh, working as a professional apologist. I mean, people are flocking. We, <laughs> I remember when COVID hit, you know, everybody was panicking like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Our apostolate just went up, up, up. I guess it's because so many people were at home. For example, our, our Catholic Cancer School of Apologetics just went nuts. I think now we're in 36 different countries and and we have so many people. But at the heart of this, I think this is a time of chaos culturally. We see moral decline. We see evil. I mean, there is a worldwide, I believe, demonic oppression in the area of morals that we've never seen in the history of the world. And, you know, it, it would be easy to look at that and go, oh, no, and, and despair. But you and I know that when things are darkest, that's the time to look up because, you know, Jesus is Lord and Jesus is going to raise up men and women to deal with the situation. So I think that's what we're seeing right now. There's there's an incredible darkness and in the midst of that darkness, people are hungry. You know, we have suicide increasing like crazy culturally. And this is because people are falling into despair. But when they see the light and that's what they're looking for. And I think that's I don't think I know this is what we represent as Catholics, the light of Jesus Christ that breaks through any darkness. And so I believe that's why we're seeing the hunger like we've never seen before. People converting left and right miraculous stories of conversion. So it's exciting. 
It is an exciting time. I'm talking with Tim Staples. He'll be one of the presenters at this year's Our Lady of Peace Retreat Summer Institute. It's their 50th Jubilee. And I think, you know, as we talk about uh, graces, Jubilee years, there are some special graces that come along with the sisters dedication over 50 years of evangelization and catechesis. And Tim, I wanted you to just talk a little bit because we hear you and all the apologists on Catholic Answers, particularly one of the most popular shows on our Catholic radio station. People come, they're hungry. But when we've got catechesis, we need formation. But we also have this sharing uh, of the good news. How do they work together in and helping people's hearts be open to receive the truth. Yeah, you know, the Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us that there is an organic, and actually this is quoting from the Second Vatican Council, Lumen Gentium, that there's an organic connection between the dogmas of our faith and our spiritual lives. And if our spiritual lives are open and welcoming to receive the dogmas, then we have a reciprocating relationship between the dogmas and our spiritual lives. And so the, the two really do go hand in hand. We need in this day and age, I think Pope Francis said it beautifully in Evangelii Gaudium section 132. That was his first apostolic exhortation where he challenged the church. He said in this, this day of growing skepticism, we need a new and creative apologetics, right? And I love that. What do you mean by creative? It doesn't mean we create new doctrines, but what it's it's the way in which we present the, the doctrines. We have to reach people where they are, which is what you guys are doing so well there in Beaverton. Catholic media is doing a, a great job, both television and especially radio. We're growing by leaps and bounds because I think that's one way among many that we can reach people where they are. But I think most exciting to me is with all the Catholic media and new emphasis on apologetics, we're really seeing Catholics transformed in the pew. And I think that is the heart of the new evangelization that Pope St. John Paul the Great talked about. The new of it, what's new about the new evangelization? It's evangelizing Catholics in the pew. It's re-evangelizing parts of the world that were once Catholic and are now in darkness. And I think that's what we're seeing through Catholic media first and foremost, Catholics catching fire. And that's what I think uh, July <laughs> coming up here, I'm excited uh, about this, this retreat. I think that's what it is all about, firing up Catholics in the pew, because when that happens, the world will be changed. Yeah. It's so true. Tim Staples is with us and he will be with us here at Our Lady of Peace Retreat. The July event is July 10th through the 14th. Tim is going to be joining two of the sisters, the Dominican sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist, uh, Mother... Mother Assumpta Long will be coming and one of their sisters, as well as a local priest, Father Theodore Lang, and then our auxiliary bishop, Peter Smith, will be coming along. So it's a powerful week. And then the focus, Tim, is be still and know that I am God. And if you look outside, it is anything but stillness. Uh, The chaos, as you mentioned, uh, we live in the Pacific Northwest. Well, even in California, you've got craziness going on. And yet, what do we know as Jesus? He's in the Eucharist. He is with yeah. us and present. And maybe reflect a little bit of hearing that theme, be still and know yeah. that I am God. How does that fuel us in our wow. Catholic faith? 
beautiful Psalm 46, I believe, verse 10. I love that verse. But, you know, what immediately came to my mind is just about a week ago, my 14-year-old daughter, Rose, came to me and said, Dad, you've got to turn the news off. <laughs> you know, yes. because, you know, I, I was falling into the habit. And, you know, I do need to watch some news here and there just to, you know, keep up with with what's going on in the world. But I was watching way too much of it. And my daughter saw it and she said, Dad, you need to turn that off. And I said, you are so right. And I did. And so I've made a commitment to limit my watching of the news and to spend more time with the Lord and with my family. And and I think that's what we need, don't we? We need to prioritize what's most important in our lives. This is Spiritual Life 101, of course, but we all need it to focus on getting ourselves charged up in the Lord, understanding he is our source. We are going to do, Jesus said it in John 15, 5, apart from me, you can do absolutely nothing. But what happens when we get in him? John 14, 12, Jesus says, you will do greater things than even I did. Oh my goodness. What does that mean? How do you do greater than raise the dead? I, I think that greater there is not, uh, so much in, intensive, but extensive. That is, we are the body of Christ. We can reach the entire world. Jesus never went beyond about 200 miles of where he was born. But as members of the body of Christ, yes, we're called to raise the dead and do everything he did. And we have for 2000 years. But I think that's a, a real eye opener. It was an eye opener for me. What is my source? My source is Jesus Christ. If I am in him, I can do all things in Jesus Christ who strengthens me, St. Paul says in Philippians 4.13. But what happens when I'm apart from him? Absolutely nothing. And so be still and know that he is God means everything for us right now. We need to be still, know he is God, he is in charge, and there is nothing we can't handle that is between me and Jesus. Is between me and Jesus. And we need that relationship. I think that's so important, Tim, as you're talking about the people in the pews. We're the ones that need to be fired up because we have those everyday lives that are going to touch those that are at that brink of despair. And we need to be the ones fired up in the Holy Spirit as the apostles were. It's not any different. It's the same Holy Spirit that came down at Pentecost comes to change and transform our lives. Tim Staples is going to be with us during the week of July 10th through the 14th. I want to encourage people to get to Our Lady of Peace Retreat's website, olpretreat.org, to register for the event. And then Tim is going to be breaking apart uh, some pretty interesting topics. I love the one, what's the fuss all about Mary? Everybody (laughs) always has questions about Mary. Uh, Why be Catholic and how Jimmy swaggered made you a Catholic. And uh, Tim, we're coming up to a break. So I want to just have you unpack for us a little bit about what you hope to bring at the retreat coming up in July. Hold on the line. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back in the next half hour and continue our conversation. Great. 724 at Mater Day Radio. One of the ways you can support Mater Day Radio is through our vehicle donation program. So have an old car, a truck, a boat, motorcycle, RV. You can donate that vehicle to Mater Dei Radio's vehicle donation program. Just go to our website, click on the Get Involved menu, Vehicle Donation. It'll take you to the main page. Really quick and easy process. A couple forms to fill out. You're good to go. And 
a likely tax deduction for you as well. That is Mater Dei Radio's vehicle donation program on our website at materdayradio.com or through the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Mater Day Radio is supported by our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services. Operated by the Archdiocese of Portland, services include the recently completed Gethsemane Funeral Home, located on the grounds of Gethsemane Cemetery in Happy Valley. The new funeral home provides burial services to the Catholic community, regardless of cemetery choice. For more information, visit ccpdxor.com. As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend, two hours a day for two times the fun. Two times the fun. On Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 727 at Mater Day Radio. A court ruling against Pacificor will have the details in the news. And three climate activists, they get a hefty bill for damages after gluing themselves to a Vatican Museum statue. I'll have that story for you coming up right after this. It is Father Rob Galea, No Greater Love. We are David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio.
Joining us, Father Rob Galea and No Greater Love. It is 7.30 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And in your news, three climate activists who glued their hands to a famed statue in the Vatican Museums last summer were formally sentenced by a Vatican court Monday, ordering a suspended jail sentence, as well as fines and compensation for damage to the sculpture. The incident occurred last August when activist Guido Viero, Esther Goffey, entered the Vatican Museum and glued their hands to the base of the famed Laocoon and Sun statue, considered to be among the most important ancient works in the Vatican collection and which is believed to be dated to the first century. A third activist, Laura Zorzini, filmed the episode. Now, Viero, Goff, and Zorzini were all charged with disobeying police orders and aggravated damage as restorers had to remove the adhesive used and refurbish the stone. In a June 12th decree, Italian jurists head of the Vatican Tribunal sentenced both Viero and Goffi to a nine-month suspended prison sentence, and they were all fined approximately 33,000 U.S. dollars. The activists said they were surprised they were apprehended and charged given Pope Francis' environmental advocacy, especially in his 2005 eco-encyclical Laudato Si. Hmm. I didn't know I'd get in trouble. Doesn't stand up in court, does <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I don't think it does. Pacific Corps has been ordered to pay nearly $72 million in damages to victims of the 2020 Labor Day wildfires, according to a Multnomah County jury decision announced yesterday. Jury found the company was grossly negligent and its conduct was reckless, siding with the plaintiffs on almost every one of their legal claims. It awarded the 17 named plaintiffs over $4 million in economic damages and more than $67 million in non-economic damages, with the potential for an even larger sum if the jury goes on to award punitive damages. Pacific Corps, Oregon's second largest utility, said it plans to appeal the verdict. Those and other Labor Day blazes burned more than 1 million acres in Oregon, destroyed around 5,000 homes and structures, and claimed nine lives. You know, over the weekend, we actually drove through that fire did zone. Did you really? By... How did, in three years, two and a half years' yeah. time? Yeah, it's still stunning to see. This was up by Detroit Lake mm. in that in that area, and still you can just see all the scorched trees and uh, where the fire was, but yeah, it's tough. Multiple leaders among the U.S. Catholic bishops came together last week to encourage lawmakers to explore protections for children online, and now the bishops are encouraging Catholics nationwide to do the same. On June 9th, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops sent out an action alert for Catholics to ask their members of Congress to address the online child exploitation, which they argue threatens the safety and well-being of our young people, destroys families and communities. The action alert follows a June 6th letter from four USCCB chairmen sent to Congress on the topic. They wrote the letter not just as USCCB chairmen or pastors, but they acknowledge also as the leaders of an institution that for many years failed to meet its responsibility to protect children. They wrote, The ability of a child to grow into adulthood in peace and security is both a human right 
and a demand of the common good. The dignity of the human person requires protections for our young people so that they may flourish and mature. Well, a tour boat capsized in an underground cave along the Erie Canal in upstate New York on Monday, leaving one person dead and sending nearly a dozen others to the hospital. A total of 28 visitors from a tour group and one staff member were aboard a boat operated by the Lockport Cave, an underground boat ride, when it became unbalanced and flipped over, throwing everyone into the water, according to Lockport Fire Chief Luca Quagliano. He said one man was stuck under the capsized boat and died, while 16 people were rescued by emergency crews, while others were able to navigate out of the water safely. Eleven people were taken to hospitals for non-life-threatening injuries, including a broken arm and a possible head injury. Quigliano noted the boat could safely hold 40 people, and no one had on a life jacket at the time the vessel capsized. I did not realize there was like an underground cave in the yeah. canal that you could go into like that. That's interesting. Boat, but, mm, scary. Well, lava poured from the crater of the Philippines' most active volcano Monday, prompting officials to warn tens of thousands of villagers to be prepared to flee if the gentle eruption turns into a violent and life-threatening explosion. More than 13,000 people have left the mostly poor farming communities within a 3.7-mile radius of a Mayon volcano's crater in mandatory evacuation since volcanic activity increased last week. But an unspecified number of residents remain within the permanent danger zone below Mayon. From a distance, Associated Press journalists watched the lava flow down the volcano's southeastern gullies for hours on Sunday night. The volcano has been raised to alert level three on a five-step warning system Thursday, meaning the volcano was in a high state of unrest and hazardous eruption is possible in weeks or days. Now, with lava flowing down the volcano gently, officials said the alert level would stay at a three, but could be moved higher up if the eruption suddenly turns perilous. Mayon is one of 24 active volcanoes in the Philippines. It last erupted violently in 2018, displacing tens of thousands of villagers. And in sports, for the first time in their 47-year history, the Denver Nuggets are NBA champions. In front of the hometown fans last night, the Nuggets beat the Miami Heat 94-89 to to clinch the series four games to one and win the Larry O'Brien Trophy. Game wasn't pretty at times as Denver shot a meager 18% from beyond the arc and committed 14 turnovers, but that didn't stop Nuggets big man Nikola Jokic from imposing his will when it was needed. He finished with 28 points and 16 rebounds. He earned the Bill Russell Trophy as the most valuable player. Jokic has twice won the league's MVP in 2021 2022. Now, sadly, nine people were injured and three in critical condition after an overnight shooting in an area of Denver where the basketball fans had been celebrating the Nuggets championship. Aww. Denver police say it's a very complex investigation right now. Oh, yeah. uh, you hate to hear that after the celebration that mm -hmm. it could turn violent like that. I know. Well, the Spay E. Satellis mission has successfully launched from the U.S. base in Vandenberg, California. This is a satellite about the size of an American football and carries a recording of Pope Francis 
Stachio Orbis Orbis from March 27th, 2020. Extraordinary Orbi at Orbi blessing he gave before an empty St. Peter's Square, the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, according to the Vatican News, the SpaceX 3U Cube was launched aboard a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. So they launched the Vatican satellite into space. And what's on it is a nano book, which is about the size of the tip of a pen. It was made at Polytechnic University of Turin and can only be read by nanotechnology reading devices. But anyone who owns a regular UHF band radio can pick up a broadcast beam from the satellite to hear excerpts from the Pope's book as it passes overhead. Wow. Isn't this cool? Yeah. Although small in size, the satellite and the nano book carry great significance. The name and logo, the space mission itself, reflects the desire to inspire hope, creating a symbol in the sky to promote fraternity and sharing on Earth. The satellite also has its own website from which anyone can follow the mission's progress. One can also have your name inscribed in a dedicated memory trip, uh, memory chip aboard the satellite. It's a virtual boarding pass, they said. Now, in order to obtain that boarding pass, those interested will be asked to pledge to do a work of mercy on behalf of peace and hope. And each person involved can thus become a concrete seed of hope in their daily lives. So the satellite will stay in orbit for up to 12 years, but the radio transmitter only broadcasts for six months to a year due to battery limitations. So the satellite you said was about the size of a football. Of a football. That's wild. And space, uh, SpaceX rocket launched yeah. it earlier this week. So huh. it's out there. So I'm going to follow on the uh, website and I'll put a link on today's podcast so that way you can get to that uh, website too and follow along where this uh, football size message of hope yeah. will be traveling. That's cool. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. This evening at 7 o'clock is Catholic in Recovery meeting at St. Paul Catholic Church in Eugene. The community at St. Paul Parish invite those in recovery from alcohol or any unhealthy attachment as they discuss recovery topics and pray. The Catholic in Recovery meeting are both in person and in the church hall and on Zoom. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Head to the community calendar, matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. Well, he's coming to town, Tim Staples. You hear more from him right after the forecast. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Jeff Kane at North Point Bank in Vancouver. North Point Bank brings value to customers through client-focused home loan programs, including new construction, renovation options, financing for rental properties, and more. Learn more at northpoint.com. That's northpoint, P-O-I-N-T-E, dot com. 
Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 7.43 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, a cool morning make for mild temperatures this afternoon expect increasing clouds as we move through the day daytime highs dropping from yesterday's upper 80s to today we're only going to get to the middle 70s overnight skies are mostly cloudy as we cool down to the low 50s tomorrow cloudy day and patchy drizzle is possible coming from some of those clouds highs stay in the upper 60s looks like the next possibility of real rain Maybe on Sundays. Yeah. We'll watch for that as we move through the week. Currently 57 degrees at St. Peter's Church in Eugene. And it is 60 degrees at St. Agatha's Catholic Church in Portland. This is Dina Marie, and I'm back with Tim Staples. And we are excited to have Tim join a team of presenters for Our Lady of Peace Retreat's 50th anniversary of their Summer Institute, July 10th through the 14th. But Tim, I want us to get engaged in our mind and our heart, you know, we talk about really learning. Well, the Holy Spirit, it informs our mind. Our heart burns for the Lord. How do these two work together, the mind and the heart, so that we're not fearful, so that we yeah. do know and can be confident in having a conversation with our brother-in-law, our coworker, uh, even the person in the pew that we're having a disagreement about? Yeah, fear has been the word that has really been coming to my heart. And you're going to hear a lot of that, not fear, but how we overcome fear uh, in my presentations in, in July. But I think fear, you know, St. Paul says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I think Catholics are it's, it's a tragedy, but it's true. There are so many Catholics that are fearful today of sharing their faith. And, you know, you have to say you, you sympathize because we have a culture that hates us. I mean, it's growingly antithetical against Christianity and in particular our Catholic faith. And so there's a fear out there. Folks are afraid to say a prayer before meals. You know, they're afraid to say anything. They might lose their jobs or who knows what. So there is a spirit of fear. Well, that doesn't come from God. I believe that at least part, not all of the source of this comes as a result of a lack of knowledge in the lives of Catholics. They simply do not know their faith well enough. Therefore, they're not confident. And given all the other factors, it's so easy just to be silent. But you know what? I'm Catholic because a young Catholic Marine about 35 years ago, I can't believe it's a 36 years ago, I can't believe it was that long ago, he stood up for his Catholic faith when I was in the Marine Corps and I went after him, he gave me reasons to believe, challenged me, and that started me on that two-year trek to the Catholic faith. So I believe we have to understand that we have an obligation as Catholics. In fact, the Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us in section 900, 
that we have both a right and an obligation to evangelize, either individually or grouped together in associations. We have a right. In other words, you don't have to call your bishop and say, hey, can I evangelize my neighbor? You don't need that. Why? Because you're commissioned by Jesus Christ through your baptism to evangelize your neighbor. But how? So here's the question. How do we deal with that fear? Well, one very powerful and effective way is to learn your Catholic faith. Learn who you are in Christ, as we've been talking about. It's only in Jesus Christ that we can do anything of eternal value. Apart from me, you can do nothing, Jesus says. In him, we can do everything, right? St. Paul, he, he says it beautifully in Ephesians 2. He says, apart from Christ, you're, you're under the, the condemnation of, of God. But in Christ, I can do all things. Literally, I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me in Philippians 4.13. And so here is the key. St. Paul said it in Romans chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. I know I quote a lot of verses of scripture, but hang with me, folks, right? St. Paul says, as much as it is in me, I am prepared to preach the gospel to those who are at Rome, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation for all those who believe. Notice, as much as it is in him, when you get the word of God, in your heart, and you are dwelling in the Lord. You are you know, experiencing Psalm 4610. Be still and know that I am God, and that God is dwelling in you, and you have the knowledge of your faith, as Daniel 11.32 says, they that do know their God shall be strong and do mighty exploits. There is no end to what you will accomplish for the kingdom of God. You know, again, back to St. Paul, as much as it is in him, right, then he's not ashamed. But what happens when it's not in you and you don't know, you're not confident, you're ashamed, you're fearful, you don't share the faith. My friends, I really believe that coming up here July 10th through, what is it, the 13th, uh, this is going to be a time to refire, to get fired up for your faith. I believe by the end of this, you're going to be walking two feet off the ground, ready to engage the culture. And really, that's what we need today, because the only answer to what ails every human being that's walking about here in this this time of incredible darkness where people are confused, they don't know what it is to be a human being anymore, a human being in relation to God anymore. There is confusion, suicide, you name it, it's happening. The answer is found in the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ that we alone possess as Catholics. It is time for us to throw off the fear, dive into faith, be bold and confident, and go out and share this gospel that we possess because we can and we will change this nation in one generation if Catholics stand up and act like Catholics. Absolutely. Tim Staples, senior apologist at Catholic Answers, is with us. He'll be joining the team and the Franciscan Missionary Sisters at Our Lady of Peace Retreat. And for 50 years, the sisters, this is their desire in the Franciscan spirit to bring catechesis, to bring evangelization. But then when you come at a retreat house, you have daily mass, you have adoration in a holy hour, you have morning prayer with a community. Tim, I think what's so important, and I think that's why Catholic Answers is such a gift, it builds community 
community. And and the sisters have wanted for the 50 years that they've been serving in retreat ministry to build community. They know how important it is to build a knowledge of the faith, a love of the faith. So you just become that faith wherever you are in your vocation. And I just want to have you maybe touch a bit about having that retreat experience because there's something about I'm eating meals with my community. I've got daily mass. I've got access to a spiritual director. I can go to confession and I can learn some of the tenets of my faith. Everyone needs a retreat. In fact, my wife is going on a silent retreat this weekend. So I'm going to be uh, holding down the fort and wrestling with seven kids while she's gone for the weekend. But that's something that we're committed to. We know that we each need that silent retreat once a year where you get away, you be still and know that he is God and you get refired because again, you know, Jesus is our source and we have to connect with him. But I love what you said about community because, you know, I was raised in a Southern Baptist tradition of me and Jesus, which, you know, fine, of course, we have to have our relationship individually with Jesus Christ. But but I think we really failed to see the connection to the body of Christ. And of course, you and I know that extends beyond the veil as well, because we have our members of the body of Christ, the church suffering, as well as the church triumphant, that are just as connected to us as you and I are right now. Why? Because we're all members of a body. I mean, the me and Jesus theology just doesn't make sense when you consider the fact we come to Christ, we're incorporated into a body. You know, we used to say, I don't need no Pope in Rome with a white hat. I don't need anybody or anything. All I need is is Jesus. And there's some truth there, but it's missing something profound. In fact, in my book, uh, Behold Your Mother, which is a biblical and historical defense of the Marian doctrines, I titled it Behold Your Mother because think about it here. And we'll talk about this at the conference as well. You have John the Apostle at the foot of the cross, and he's looking up at his salvation, Jesus Christ, right? In my Baptist upbringing, I'd say, John, that's all you need is Jesus right there. But what does Jesus say? He says, behold your mother, (laughs) right? He he must not have been to a Billy Graham crusade because he needs, what do you mean, behold my mother? I'm looking at you and you're all I need. No, Jesus says you need more than just me because I've established you as a body. Would a finger say, oh, I don't need the rest of the." the body. I'm going to jump off of this hand and I'll do my own thing. No, that finger will die. In fact, immediately if it's not connected to the body. So the body needs the other members of the body and for salvation. That was a revolution as well as a revelation for me in my odyssey to the Catholic faith when I learned how important it is because Jesus designed it this way. You know, can the head say to the foot, I have no need of thee? Can the eye say to the hand, I have no need of thee? It's a rhetorical question, St. Paul asks, because the question is, yes, we have need. (laughs) We have need of each other for strength. Jesus said it in Matthew 18, 19, where two or three are gathered together in my name. There am I in the midst of them. There is a special strength and power when we get together. But when we get together around the, the holy sacrifice of the mass, praying the divine office, praying together. Oh, my goodness. We literally light up the world 
what a beautiful thing we have in our Catholic faith, because really you have the perfect balance between, yes, the importance of the individual relationship with Jesus, but that understands that I need the fingers and hands and legs and, and, and every part of the body if I'm going to be a healthy Christian that's able to endure in a world, again, that hates us. Yeah. Such joy and such encouragement. And that's what the sisters really want for you. The Franciscan Missionary Sisters bring Tim Staples out as well as Father Theodore Lang, the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist. It's going to be a wonderful week of prayer, of evangelization, of sharing stories and uplifting. Thank you so much, Tim Staples. Have a blessed day. We'll look forward to seeing you in July. Amen. Can't wait. It is 7.55 here at Mater Day Radio. People already signing up for that wonderful event at Our Lady of Peace Retreat in Beaverton. You can find more information by going to their webpage. Well, you're also going to find that information at Mater Day Radio's community calendar. You will find the calendar under the Get Involved menu at materdayradio.com. You'll also have access to view some of the events on the Hail Mary media app. The app also has an integrated map system that's going to get you right to your event and enjoy what is happening in our community. It is the community calendar, materdayradio.com, the Hail Mary media app. Support for Materday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio, KBVM Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. A great way to support Mater Day Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend. It's a cup of joy with David and Brenda on Mater Day Radio. And it is 7.57 at Mater Day Radio, and a veteran actor is killed in a motorcycle accident. We'll have that story for you in the news. And his years as host of the wheel-spinning, ladder-guessing game show coming to an end. I'll tell you more about what Pat Sajak thinking about to do in retirement. I'll have that story for you right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Colleen with Awaken Catholic and this is Awaken the Saint. It should come as no surprise that World War II and the tragedies surrounding it resulted in a great number of martyrs. Today we celebrate one of them, Blessed Mariana Biernatska, a woman who lived an ordinary life which she offered to God in an extraordinary way. Mariana was born in 1888 in northeastern Poland. Her life was not one of luxury and her position was not one of influence. She was a humble woman living by humble means. At 20 years old, she was married, and she and her husband had six children. Tragically, four of them died soon after birth. 
Her two remaining children worked with her and her husband on their farm, which was their sole source of income. After the death of her husband, Mariana lived with her son, Stanislav, and his wife, Anna. Their little family was one of faith and hard work. They prayed, sang, and worked together every day to make ends meet. Despite living in poverty and having already lost so much, Mariana trusted in God and lived in hope. But even this simple life would soon come under attack when the Nazi forces invaded in 1939. They swept across Poland, enacting cruelties of all kinds. Churches and bookstores were destroyed. Innocent citizens, regardless of affiliation, were killed or imprisoned, and tyrannical Nazi rule awaited those who remained. The Nazis sought to quash any and all hope of rebellion. So when a German soldier was killed by those who resisted, they randomly sentenced 10 more innocent people to death in retaliation. It was one of these quotas that brought the Gestapo to Mariana's home in 1943. As revenge for the death of a German officer, Stanislav and Anna, who was pregnant at the time, were chosen to be killed. The two of them had never had anything to do with the resistance. Mariana fell to her knees and pleaded for the Nazis to spare Anna and her unborn child. Anna was against such a sacrifice, but Mariana insisted, You are young. You must live. The soldiers were indifferent to her plea, but they also didn't care who died, as long as the quota was met. They took Mariana and her son, leaving Anna unharmed. The two captives were taken to Grodno and imprisoned there. Mariana spent the two weeks of her imprisonment deep in prayer and ever humble. Her final request before her execution was to hold a rosary. The request was granted and she was praying on it when she and her son were shot and killed. Thanks to her mother-in-law's sacrifice, Anna survived, raised her daughter, and lived to almost 100 years old. Mariana is still remembered and celebrated alongside 107 other Polish martyrs of World War II, whom the church honors. Self-sacrifice takes many forms. It takes a great deal of love and courage to die to protect your loved ones. But just as worthwhile is the virtuous act of living a life of service for them. Day by day, moment by moment, Mariana knew both kinds of sacrifice. Observing her life, it's apparent that we don't need a terrible tragedy to have a chance to show our devotion and temper our virtues. We can do it little by little, no matter where we are. Blessed Mariana Biernatska, pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to pray with Mater Day Radio, please download our free Hail Mary Media app. Details at materdayradio.com. It's 801. The Vatican said Monday that Pope Francis is working from the hospital as he recovers from surgery. Vatican spokesman Matteo Bruni told journalists on Monday that Pope Francis' post-operative progress continues to be normal five days after the Pope underwent a three-hour surgery for an incisional hernia. Bruni added that the Pope is eating regularly, has received the Eucharist daily, and has begun working from the hospital. On Sunday, the Pope watched Sunday Mass on television and received the Eucharist in his hospital room before praying the Angelus in the chapel in the papal medical suite and eating lunch with some hospital staff. The 86-year-old Pope is expected to remain in recovery in Rome's Gemelli Hospital for the next week. However, the Vatican has canceled all of the Pope's audiences until June 18th. So he's working remotely. He's working remotely. Yes. Does he use a laptop? Do you know? Oh, I'm sure he does. All right. 
That I, that would be my guess. That, that, yes, yeah, he does. That's, a, that's an interesting question. That was I don't it? know. That. Yeah. I've never actually seen him use any technology, yeah. but he has answered a phone, that's his right. cell phone from time to time uh, from one of his audiences. There you go. Well, in Ukraine's battle against Russian forces, French President Emmanuel Macron said on Monday that a meticulously planned Ukrainian counteroffensive started several days ago, but did not specify where in Ukraine. Speaking at a press conference with German and Polish leaders in Paris, Macron also praised the excellence of the tactical sense and organization of Ukraine's military leaders. Now, since the beginning of the war, France has intensified the delivery of arms and munitions, armored vehicles, and logistical support to Ukraine, Macron said. He added that such support would continue. Now, Russia and Ukraine forces reported intense clashes Monday along several borders in Ukraine's east and southeast. Ukrainian forces have recaptured seven villages within the last week, according to the country's deputy defense minister. This morning, though, officials in Ukraine report a Russian missile hit an apartment building overnight, killing 11. The IRS is urging an estimated 1.5 million taxpayers who never filed a 2019 tax return to submit a return and claim their refund by the upcoming deadline of July 17th. There is roughly $1.5 billion in unclaimed tax refunds from tax year 2019, according to the IRS. Taxpayers have a three-year window to claim refunds from previous years, and deadlines tend to fall in April. The three-year window for 2019 was postponed to July because of the COVID-19 pandemic. If a taxpayer does not file their returns within the three-year window, the money becomes property of the U.S. Treasury. The agency estimates the medium amount owed to taxpayers from 2019 to be about $893. Hmm. So if you didn't file taxes for 2019, yeah, you might want to check into getting it done to get your money back. Well, Treat Williams, a veteran actor who starred in the TV dramas Blue Bloods and Everwood, died Monday night as a result of a motorcycle accident in Vermont, according to his longtime agent, Barry McPherson. Williams was 71. The crash reportedly happened yesterday around 5 p.m. Investigators believe the driver of a vehicle was turning and did not see the motorcycle driven by Williams. Williams, a veteran screen career, included an early role in director Milos Forman's adaption of the musical Hair in 1979, followed by a starring vehicle with another A-list director, Sidney Lumet, in the gritty undercover crime drama Prince of the City two years later. He starred in other TV movies and shows, most recently on Chicago Fire. Williams is survived by his wife and two children. Oh. I mentioned to you, Treat Williams, and at first you were like, you weren't quite sure. I didn't sure. catch the name. Yeah. yeah, it didn't didn't ring a bell for me until I looked it up. And yeah. then I went, oh, yeah, I do know who this is. He's been in a lot of different uh, either movies or TV shows. But yeah, very sad to hear. Very sad. Prayers for his soul mm-hmm. and for his family. Well, Pat Sajak. The longtime host of the popular syndicated game show Wheel of Fortune announced Monday that the upcoming 41st season will be his last. Sajak, who is 76 years old, has presided over the game show, which features contestants guessing letters to try to fill out words and phrases to win money and prizes. 
since 1981. Wow. He took over duties from Chuck Woolery, who was the show's first huh. host when it debuted in 1975. Along with Vanna White, who joined the show in 1982, Sajak has been a television mainstay. The show soon shifted to a syndication and aired in the evening in many markets, becoming one of the most successful game shows in history. Mm-hmm. Now, Sajak will continue to serve as a consultant on the show for three years after his retirement as host. Sajak has won three Daytime Emmy Awards for Outstanding Game Show Host and received a Lifetime Achievement Award in 2011. Well, great long career. So if you remember, now it's just cash. You can win a trip or something on the wheel. But way back when, they used to win money and then at the end of each uh, prize, after they solved the puzzle, right. they would do the shopping spree. Do you uh, remember that? Yeah, I do kind of remember like, that. And he'd be like, Pat, I'll take the TV for $400. Yeah. I'd like the bedroom furniture for $1,500. Huh. Right? Remember, they would yeah. go through it that way. I do, I do kind of remember that. that Everything was that. really overpriced, I think, back then, too. <laughs> That's right. So if you were going to buy a Val, what Val would it be? Uh, e. An E, okay. I think I would mm. go with E. I would go with an S. <laughs> that is not a vowel. Isn't it? Oh. No. <laughs> and in sports, well, this is a familiar name, I think, for uh, most Trailblazer fans. And now he's going to be a familiar face in Major League Soccer's front office. The MLS announced Monday that former Trailblazers president and CEO Chris McGowan is joining the league as an executive vice president. McGowan resigned from his executive role with the Trailblazers in 2021 and has since been working as president and CEO of Ilch Sports and Entertainment, overseeing the organization's business operations, including Detroit's professional baseball and hockey teams, the Tigers and Red Wings. McGowan will lead the league's new performance and optimization group, which seeks to drive club performance, growth, and value, according to the MLS news release. Well, an overdue library book was returned to Washington State's Aberdeen Timberland Library on June 5th, over 81 years after its due date. It was the Bounty Trilogy, written by Charles Nordoff and James Norman Hall, was due on March 30th, 1942, according to the library card inside the book's cover. Now, the book, which includes three novels written between 1932 and 1934, was not returned until at eight decades later. The library said the book was recently found in a storage unit returned to the library. Now, if the overdue fines accrued, at two cents a day, excluding holidays and Sundays as outlined on the card, the reader would have owed $484.80 mm. in late fees, according to the <laughs> library. But fret not, the Aberdeen Library has eliminated overdue fines, meaning even a book turned in eight decades after its due date won't cost a penny. And in case you're wondering, the first book, Mutiny of the Bounty, that is part of the trilogy in the book, yeah. still in circulation at the Aberdeen Library. How about that? that? Aberdeen, Washington? Aberdeen, Washington. Oh, darned. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. 
On Saturday at 4 o'clock, it's the Faith and Business Mixer at the Grotto. All are invited to a wonderful evening of networking in the Upper Gardens at the Grotto. Enjoy wine and appetizers, private guided tours, adoration, and networking with business professionals from around the Portland area. Attendance is limited to 100 people, so please register soon. You can find details on these and other events. Go to the community calendar, materdayradio.com, and the Hail Mary Media app. And it is a Corpus Christi homily from Father Tim at Queen of Peace right after the forecast. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Holy Family Supply, Salem's Catholic Bookstore. Located at 421 Court Street Northeast in downtown Salem, Holy Family Supply has a wide variety of Catholic gifts for all occasions, including Bibles, rosaries, statues, and holy cards. Holy Family Supply current hours and days of operation are available by phone at 503-588-1071. No matter where your summer travels take you, Monterey Radio is always there. Our Hail Mary Media app is the perfect road trip companion. You're always a click away from a treasury of uplifting prayers, including live liturgy of the hours from the Benedictine monks at Mount Angel Abbey and a customized schedule of your own daily prayer reminders. The Hail Mary Media app also features a stream of Monterey Radio's live broadcast and podcast of all our original shows and new programming not available on the radio. Plus, you can jump into all the exciting summertime activities on the interactive community calendar, the latest Catholic news, and much more. Join the thousands of listeners who are moving through the summer with the Hail Mary Media app. Download it today. Search Hail Mary Media in the App Store, Google Play, or go to MontredayRadio.com for all the details. Wherever you go this summer, you're never far from the Hail Mary Media app and Monterey Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's 812 and Mater Day Radio. Going to see some morning clouds and clearing this afternoon. High of 76 degrees. Increasing clouds overnight tonight. Low of 50 and then partly sunny for Wednesday. A little cooler. High of 68 degrees. Currently 59 degrees at Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Battleground, Washington. And 61 degrees at Queen of Peace Church in Salem. Need a recap of Sunday's readings? It's time for Homily Highlights on Mater Day Radio. And today's homily highlight is from Father Tim Makaitis, pastor at Queen of Peace Catholic Church in Eugene. This morning on this beautiful feast day of Corpus Christi, a very special day each year, always in June, uh, two Sundays after our celebration of Pentecost. Uh, we come together to celebrate who we are as a, as a Catholic Christian people, by that I mean one of the most beautiful riches of our Catholic faith, I think, I've come to see over the years in parish life and uh, walking with many, many people over the years in a variety of parish settings, is our profound sense of community, of family, that we as Catholics always speak 
in kind of corporate terms. We speak about we, us, ours, people of God. We speak about gathering. We speak about coming together. And so much of what we do is done in group settings. We celebrate our sacraments. The only sacrament that's celebrated individually is the sacrament of penance. But even then, twice a year, we have, as many parishes do, we have uh, public penance services in which many people, as you know, are lined up across the wall waiting to confess individually to each priest that's that's available. So though it may be a very personal moment between, between God and the penitent and the priest, it is still a sense of corporate failing and sin and the rejoicing together as God's people in God's mercy and his healing and forgiveness. So we see ourselves as the people of God gathered together from all walks of life, languages, and cultures. If you've ever been to to the Vatican in St. Peter's Square, you know what I'm talking about when you look directly at the beautiful Grand Basilica of St. Peter, and out from either side comes this colonnade. And then the colonnade forms a kind of half circle surrounding the outer parts of St. Peter's Square. So when people gather for some great event, maybe it's a papal audience, maybe it's a papal mass, some purpose that many people would come, the architects imagine that as if it was the arms of a mother gathering her children around her in love and protection, so that that kind of circle around the perimeters of St. Peter's Square was a deliberate design to depict the arms of the church, the arms of Christ gathering and welcoming her children, not just her child, but her children together. I think when we understand the Holy Eucharist, it's, it's so helpful to keep that in mind as well. Because this is a meal not just for me or for Deacon Brent or for our servers, our readers, the communion minister. It's a deacon, it's it's a meal for us. God fed the manna in the desert we hear in the first reading. Not just one person walking alone with Moses. He called them as a people. He called the Hebrew slaves out of the slavery of Egypt and the freedom of their own land. He called them as a a people. When the burning bush, God spoke from the bush to Moses, I have heard the cry of my people, and I will save them, choose them to be the way in which salvation will take forth through them as Christ comes. So this sense of corporate awareness and family and group is so beautiful in our Catholic faith. So today we celebrate that meal, that Christ who is food for us, given to us for our journey of life. Remember Pope Francis a number of years ago spoke about the Eucharist being not food for angels, but food for sinners. We're all broken. We're all in need of healing. Christ comes in mercy to us as we bring him our brokenness and lay it upon the altar with him who was broken on the cross for us. And he enters that brokenness and brings the pieces together. God gathers, the evil one scatters. 
So as God gathers, we are gathered together in his beautiful celebration of the Mass, Sunday after Sunday. This beautiful feast of Corpus Christi has many layers. Whenever we speak about the Eucharist, sometimes it's hard to know exactly where to begin, what point should be made. But a couple of days ago, praying over these readings, the, 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 the second reading, as brief as it is, the second reading in particular struck me. One word stood out to me, and that was participation. St. Paul this morning says, our sharing in the cup is a participation in the blood of Christ. Our sharing in the bread is a participation in the body of Christ. When we gather together as, as community for whatever purpose it may be, we are invited in, we are invited to participate in this experience. And it may be an experience that leaves an indelible mark on us and changes our life. I remember a number of years ago on a pilgrimage we took to, to France, we went to Lourdes, it's inside the beautiful shrine of Lourdes in southern France, one of my favorite places. And there was a praying of the rosary, and a, a rosary procession every night begins at the grotto of the apparitions and circles around this enormous uh, track, kind of, and returns to the basilica. So as you pray, everyone walking in procession prays the rosary together, as we will with procession. We'll be praying the Divine Mercy Chaplet as we process with the Blessed Sacrament. And this particular procession, we were told there were 20,000 people walking in procession all for the same purpose, to honor the mother of Jesus in the beautiful rosary. Each decade was prayed in a different language. First time I heard the Hail Mary prayed in Chinese. There were Chinese Christian Catholics there that had come for that same purpose. So this sense of unity of the family of God all is the result of the Eucharist. The Eucharist by its very nature brings us together, creates community, creates community. So when we come together, we become the body of Christ in a different sense than the Eucharist is, but we receive that body of Christ and then become Christ to one another. So to participate means to be pulled into the experience, like that rosary procession. To this very day, I'll never forget it. Not only the inspiration, but the moving, the music that was sung between each decade. And all of that touches the emotions, but it leaves a memory on your heart so that whenever you pray the rosary from now on, you remember that moment when you were touched by the Spirit of God. So as we participate in, as we're pulled into the experience, the experience changes us. Sharing the blood of Christ, sharing the body of Christ, the blood that was shed, the sacrifice of our lives, joined to the sacrifice of Christ upon the cross, the sacrifice of our lives, joined to that sacrifice of his body on the cross. And then the two blend, and Christ brings us together as a healed people of God, comforting us like the arms of St. Peter's Square around us. All these wonderful ways in which to look at the many layered meanings of the, of the Holy Eucharist. 
Another word that struck me was bread of life, the living bread. That's a pretty powerful word. And he compares himself, as he's in kind of debate, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you cannot have life within you. He refers to himself like the manna in the desert. Manna in the desert was a symbol of the sacred Torah, the sacred law of God to the Jewish people. And as they consumed that law, as they consumed that law, that sacred law changed their life. No Jew would compare themselves to the sacred Torah. But Christ said, I'm like manna, but not a bread that satisfies only temporarily, but a living bread, a bread that is alive, a bread that has life within us, the power, the power to change us. So how blessed we are, how blessed we are to have this beautiful meal that calls us together and forms us as the people of God. We give thanks for what Christ has done for us. And as we bring our brokenness, as we bring our need for healing to the altar and lay it there right along with Christ himself in that sacrifice that he made for us, then we receive him. Finally, what Eucharist should do for all of us is give us a sense of urgency of mission to go out and to make, to name brokenness when we see it and to bring healing through our prayers, our sacrificial service, through our love, our support, through our good example. Even in the early times of the Romans, the pagan empire of which Christianity uh, found itself in the very beginnings, even they, they commented how inspired they were by how the Christians loved each other. That was unusual, because even in those early years, they welcomed many diverse, much diversity among them. See how they love one another, was one comment that was said. Will this society, this culture, look at us and say, see how they love each other? See the power of that transformational change that can be made by the grace of God. So not only receive our Lord in Holy Eucharist, but become an agent for transformation as well in the world around us. And that is today's homily highlight from Father Tim Mikaitis, pastor at Queen of Peace Church. David, I have to make a public <laughs> confession. Yes. I said Queen of Peace in Eugene. Right. I don't even know what my mouth said at that point because I know that Queen of Peace is in beautiful Salem. There you go. That's right. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Facing difficult problems in your marriage. Oregon Retrovi is a lifeline to married couples helping them restore their marriage and rebuild a loving relationship. Catholic in origin, this Christian marriage program is open to all married couples, no matter what age, walk of life, faith, or ethnic background. Oregon Retrovi is a practical program to improve communication, build stronger marriages, and help couples reconnect. 
Presenters are not trained marriage counselors, but rather couples sharing their personal stories and the tools that they use to rediscover their love. Begin your journey to healing. All it takes is a decision to find out more. Go to helpourmarriage.org and start the process today. That's helpourmarriage.org to learn more about this transformational program. Oregon Retrovi, a lifeline for married couples. Are you searching for stories of how God is transforming lives in profound and creative ways? Do you want to be inspired to join the mission of evangelization? I'm Miriam Marston, host of Blazing the Trail, and each week through interviews, scripture, and song, we explore what it looks like to share the gospel with courage and hope. Please join me on Wednesdays and Sundays at 7.30 p.m. right here on Mater Day Radio or anytime on materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. Lattes and cappuccinos may be tasty, but it's the morning blend with David and Brenda that will get your day started right on Mater Day Radio. And it is 826 at Mater Day Radio, and there is a new NBA champion for the first time ever. We'll have that for you in the news. And they didn't think they would get into trouble because of the Pope's view of care of the earth. But three climate activists, they get a hefty bill for damages to a first century statue. I'll have that story for you, plus more coming up in the news. Here is I Am They, Your Love Is Mine. We are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. Death 
That is I Am They and Your Love Is Mine. It's 8.30 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Three climate activists who glued their hands to a famed statue in the Vatican Museum's last summer were formally sentenced by a Vatican court Monday, ordering a suspended jail sentence as well as fines and compensation for damage to the sculpture. The incident occurred last August when activists Guido Viero and Esther Goffey entered Vatican museums and glued their hands to the famed Laocons and Sons statue, considered to be among the most important ancient works in the Vatican collection, just believed to date to the first century. A third activist, Laura Zorzini, filmed the episode. Now, Viero, Goffey, and Zorzini were all charged with disobeying police orders aggravated damage as restorers had to remove the adhesive used and refurbish the stone. Now, in a June 12th decree, Italian jurist head of the Vatican Tribunal sentenced them to nine months suspended prison sentence and fined approximately 33,000 U.S. dollars. The activists said they were surprised they were apprehended and charged given Pope Francis' environmental advocacy, especially in his 2015 eco encyclical Laudato Si. So it's kind of a moot point now, but I'd like to know what sort of glue did they use? It was some sort of super glue. In fact, one of the activists said, you know, we weren't wanting to cause damage. They had an adhesive remover or some kind of a salt uh, solution that they could have used to take their hands off of it. Mm. But the Vatican Museum said, uh, no, we are not using whatever that is. And uh, went through a whole process to remove their hands. But I think it was super glue. Yeah. All right. So do the crime. That's right. Pay the fine. That's right. And multiple leaders among the U.S. Catholic bishops came together last week to encourage lawmakers to explore protections for children online. Now the bishops are encouraging Catholics nationwide to do the same. On June 9th, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops sent out an action alert for Catholics to ask their member of Congress to address the online child exploitation, which they argue threatens the safety and well-being of our young people, destroys families and communities. This action alert follows a June 6th letter for USCCB chairman sent to Congress on the topic. They wrote the letter not just as USCCB chairman or pastors, but they acknowledge they also as leaders of an institution that for many years failed to meet its responsibility to protect children. Pacific Corps has been ordered to pay nearly $72 million in damages to victims of the 2020 Labor Day wildfires, according to a Multnomah County jury decision announced yesterday. Jury found the company was grossly negligent and its conduct was reckless, siding with the plaintiffs on almost every one of their legal claims. It awarded the 17 named plaintiffs over $4 million in economic damages and more than $67 million in non-economic damages with the potential for an even larger sum if the jury goes on to award punitive damages. Pacific Corps, Oregon's second largest utility, said it plans to appeal the verdict. Those and other Labor Day blazes burned more than 1 million acres in Oregon, destroyed around 5,000 homes and businesses, and claimed nine lives. 
Lava poured from the crater of Philippines' most active volcano Monday, prompting officials to warn tens of thousands of villagers to be prepared to flee if the gentle eruption turns into a violent and life-threatening explosion. More than 13,000 people have left the mostly poor farming communities within a 3.7-mile radius of Mayon's volcano crater in mandatory evacuation since volcanic activity increased last week. But an unspecified number of residents remain within the permanent danger zone below Mayon. From a distance, Associated Press journalists watch lava flow down the volcano's southeastern gullies for hours on Sunday night. Volcano has been raised to alert level three on a five-step warning system Thursday, meaning the volcano was in a state of high unrest. The hazardous eruption is possible in weeks or days. You know, it's interesting because last week we were talking about on the big island of Hawaii. Sure. The Kilauea volcano was erupting too. I haven't seen recently what uh, the status is there, if it's still erupting. It, I know it was at that time last week confined to the crater and it wasn't, right. you know, out causing more problems. But yeah, I haven't seen recently what the circumstances were. Well, a tour boat capsized in an underground cave along the Erie Canal in upstate New York on Monday, leaving one person dead and sending nearly a dozen others to the hospital. A total of 28 visitors from a tour group and one staff member were aboard a boat operated by the Lockport Cave and Underground Boat Ride when it became unbalanced and flipped over, throwing everyone into the water. According to the Lockport Fire Chief, Luca Quigliano, he said one man was stuck under the capsized boat and died while 16 people were rescued by emergency crews while others were able to navigate out of the water safely. 11 people were taken to hospitals for non-life-threatening injuries, including a broken arm and a possible head injury. Quigliano noted the boat could safely hold 40 people, but no one had on a life jacket at the time the vessel mm. capsized. That's interesting. I again, I don't, I haven't seen photos of how big the boat is, but I'm kind of surprised that nobody no was. Life or, jackets. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Okay. Well, the IRS is urging an estimated 1.5 million taxpayers who never filed a 2019 tax return to submit a return and claim their refunds by the upcoming deadline of July 17th. There is roughly 1.5 billion dollars in unclaimed tax refund from tax year 2019 according to the irs taxpayers have a three-year window to claim refunds from previous years and the deadline tends to fall in april but the three-year window for 2019 was postponed to july because of the covid19 pandemic if a taxpayer doesn't file their returns within the three-year window, the money becomes property of the U.S. Treasury. The agency estimates that the median amount owed to taxpayers for that year, $893. Mm, pretty so good chunk of change there. That's a nice chunk of change yeah. for sure if you want to head to a vacation or something this summer. Yeah, you might want to file that claim. And in sports for the first time in their 47-year history, the Denver Nuggets are NBA champions. In front of the hometown fans last night, the Nuggets beat the Miami Heat 94-89 to to clinch the series four games to one and win the Larry O'Brien Trophy. 
Game wasn't pretty at times as Denver shot a meager 18% from beyond the arc and committed 14 turnovers, but that didn't stop Nuggets big man Nikola Jokic from imposing his will when it was needed. He finished with 28 points and 16 rebounds. He earned the Bill Russell Trophy as the most valuable player. Jokic has twice won the league MVP, 2021 and 2022. Sadly, though, after the game, nine people were injured and three in critical condition after an overnight shooting in an area of Denver where basketball fans had been celebrating the Nuggets championship. Denver police say it's a very complex investigation right Mm. now. Well, that's very sad to Mm -hmm. hear. Well, the Spacetelis mission has successfully launched from the U.S. base in Vandenberg, California. About the size of a football, the Spacetelis, which is Latin for Guardian of Hope, carries a recording of Pope Francis' Statio Orbis from March 27th, 2020. That is the blessing he gave before an empty St. Peter's Square at the height of COVID-19 pandemic. According to Vatican News, the SpaceSat 3U CubeSat was launched aboard a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket, which will place it in low Earth orbit, carrying a nano version of Pope Francis' book, Why Are You Afraid? Have You No Faith? Now, this nano book, which is about the size, the tip of a pen, was made in the Polytechnic University of Turin and can only be read by nanotechnology reading devices. But anyone who owns a regular UHF band radio can pick up a broadcast beam from the satellite to hear excerpts from the Pope's book as it passes overhead. Now, although small in size, the satellite and nanobook carry great significance. The name and logo of the space mission itself reflects a desire to inspire hope, creating a symbol in the sky to promote fraternity and sharing on Earth. Now, the satellite also has its own website from which anyone can follow the mission's progress. One can also have your name inscribed in a dedicated memory chip aboard the satellite. It is a virtual boarding pass. And in order to obtain that boarding pass, those interested will be asked to pledge to do a work of mercy on behalf of peace and hope. And each person involved can thus become a concrete seed of hope in their daily lives. The satellite is going to stay in orbit for 12 years, but the radio transmitter only broadcasting for about six months to a year because of battery capacity. So are they like going to beam your name up to the satellite? Is that how that works? There's something about that, yeah, that that, uh, sends your name to be inscribed in that virtual uh, guest book, I guess. That's kind of cool. That would be fun. Yeah. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. On June 24th, beginning at 9 a.m., running all day, is the 2023 Northwest Pro-Life Conference in Tacoma. Offering speakers, workshops, and exhibits, as conference organizers say, we want all pro-life people of all denominations, religions, political views, and areas of the movement to be involved. Each area of the movement is so important, and we all need to connect and support each other. To find more details on this and other events, head to the community calendar, materdayradio.com, and the Hail Mary Media app. Do they still do that thing where you can have a star named after you? You Have you oh, ever seen that? Oh, I have seen that. Yeah. I think that you can. 
Uh, but don't. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Nobody has the right to name stars. It's just some I, organization yeah. that says, yeah, pay me some money and I'll name a star after you. I, I, I kind of like that idea, though. I'd like to have there, There's my star, there's right, your star up there. right there. I'm right up there next to Vega, if you can see that one. Vega, that's, that's right. A, that's a bright star, by the way. <laughs> Uh, you know what we're going to do next? What are we going to do next? It's Tuesday. Okay. So I, I know what that yeah, means. Yeah, Tech Tuesday. So Sarah K. Sarah the K. going to join us here right after the forecast. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. When Father James Keller founded the Christophers in 1945, he chose as our prayer the beautiful words attributed to Francis of Assisi. I'd like to share them with you now. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light, and where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. Holy Family Catholic Clinic is a proud member of Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle. Located at 21810 Willamette Drive in West Lynn, Holy Family Catholic Clinic is Christ-centered and provides superior, compassionate, life-affirming health care to patients of all ages. Holy Family Catholic Clinic offers medical services that are in adherence to Catholic moral teaching and bioethics, honoring the sanctity of life from conception to natural death. Learn more at holyfamilyclinic.com. That's holyfamilyclinic.com. What do the famous Batmobile, Love Bug, and Mystery Machine have in common? They were all given to Mater Dei Radio's vehicle donation program. Well, not really, but they could have been. And you could do the same. If you have a car, truck, van, RV, or boat that you no longer need, consider donating it to Mater Dei Radio. It's quick and easy and a likely tax deduction for you. And you'll be supporting uplifting Catholic radio programs. Information on our website at materdayradio.com. And it is 845 at Mater Dei Radio. Some clouds out there this morning. Should see some clearing later today. High of 76 degrees. Increasing clouds overnight tonight. Low of 50 and then partly sunny for Wednesday. Not even 70 on Wednesday. 68 degrees, the projected high. That's cold. I can't, I'm going to have to get the sweater out. You, I'm going to wear something long sleeve too. Maybe even socks tomorrow to oh, keep me warm. Oh, yes, I think you should. Currently, it is 62 degrees at the Proto-Cathedral of St. James the Greater in Vancouver. And 63 degrees at St. Therese Church in Portland.
Well, joining us this beautiful morning, as she does every Tuesday, is Sarah Kenzie, the digital media manager here at Mater Day Radio. Sarah is joining us because it is time for another Tech Tuesday installment. Mater Day Radio puts together a wonderful email. Sarah works to find this really the, the best parts of some of the programming that we've had throughout the week. And, well, that's going into the email this afternoon. Sarah joining us today. Give us a bit of a preview. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. So first, Sarah, let me ask you, uh, if you could, would you put your name on a star? Or do you already have a star named after you? I do not have a star named after me. <laughs> um, maybe. It might depend how uh, how pricey that is. But maybe. I don't know. Sounds there, kind of cool. There's a lot of stars out there. I bet you it, it won't set you back too much. All right, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think there's probably some stars, though, named after the Blessed Mother for sure. Oh, yes. So you can also now, uh, Brenda was just telling us on the last news report, right. that you can have your name beamed up to a Vatican satellite. I heard that. Yes, that that's very cool. That is pretty cool. See, I would I would like to do something like that. Get yeah. my name out in space and then some alien probably find that that satellite in the future <laughs> and then uh, you know, a little identity theft and, and right. become me at some point <laughs> in the future get into my bank account again. Well, it is a Tech Tuesday. That email is coming to inboxes this afternoon. Sarah, you're joining us today to talk a little bit about this. And this is a perfect one to talk about today as it is the Feast of St. Anthony. And you have included a great interview from our friend Dina Marie. Tell our listeners about it. Yeah, so uh, when I was sitting down to choose uh, which Morning Blend uh, segment to feature. You know, that's always difficult. There's so many great interviews. And um, this month especially, you know, there was great interviews on uh, the Feast of Corpus Christi or the Month of the Sacred Heart. And I was like, how am I going to pick which one? But then I listened to this one for St. Anthony um, of Padua, and but also talks about the Sacred Heart and the Eucharist. Um, and so I chose this one. Um, it's a fantastic interview uh, with Dina Marie um, and Father Dan Petit, who is a Franciscan friar. And um, so on uh, St. Anthony's Feast, I think this is a great opportunity to get to know him a little bit. I think we maybe joke, you know, that he's the one that helps us find the lost things, but uh, maybe we don't know very much about his life. Um, and so uh, it's just beautiful to really get to know him a little bit. Um, his his real faith in the true presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and um, his tender love for uh, for God. And, you know, he's often depicted uh, holding the child Jesus and um, just very beautiful. And, and Father Dan uh, knows so much about his life and really ties it to um, you, the Eucharist and especially Eucharistic adoration, uh, spending time with Jesus in the Eucharist as as a way of really consoling his sacred heart of, uh, you know, because he God misses us when we're not there. Mm. And so just ties all that together very beautifully. So it's the perfect uh, interview to listen to today. I think what is beautiful, too, about that interview is you do get a little bit more of this in-depth knowledge about who he was. Poor St. Anthony. He has seems <laughs> like since his his uh, sainthood has been left to finding keys right. and little lost <laughs> items. But you think about the big items that are also lost. If you mm. have lost your faith or if there is a family member who has maybe lost connection to the family, 
St. Anthony is the one to get that done for you also. So listen to that interview with Dana Marie and Father Dan. It's wonderful that Dana Marie is still connected to Mater Day Radio. And boy, she just really puts together these great interviews today. Well, the the app was one of the big projects that you uh, took over when you came to Mater Day Radio. And now thousands of people have downloaded it, are using it every day. I use it every day for the prayers. They're so, so valuable. And the novenas are great because it's a wonderful opportunity for the whole community to come together for a single prayer together, right. these novenas. And of course, this one that you're reminding people of, well, it is the Protect Life novena. Yes. Um, so right now we're in the middle of the Sacred Heart novena. Um, but if you're ready for another one, uh, this is a really special and unique um a novena because um, the Archdiocese of Portland just released it and they actually uh, wrote this themselves. So it's not um, it's not one that you've heard anywhere else. It's brand new. Um, this Celebrate Life novena um, is written to commemorate uh, the one year anniversary of the um, overturn of Roe versus Wade, which is coming up very soon. Um, and so this Friday, uh, the novena uh, begins and it will um end on June 24th uh, with Celebrate Life Day. And there's also going to be uh, a mass that weekend and a lot of other things going on. Um, But to really just help us, uh, you know, spend some time continuing to pray for the protection um, of unborn life and and, um, really just, you know, um, entering into prayer as a community. And what I'm so excited about, you know, for this, it's bra- it's a brand new novena. Uh, you can download it uh, from the Archdiocese, um, and we'll, we'll make that link available too. We also are going to have it on the Hail Mary Media app. And so we're in the process of uh, finishing all the production for that, but that will be up in the next couple of days. Um, for now, though, you can go to the app, and if you go to the prayer reminder section, you can sign up for a daily reminder to enter into this prayer. And so uh, this is just going to be so powerful that, you know, all all of us in the Archdiocese are joining together and, you know, hopefully outside the Archdiocese as well are joining together in this novena um, and uh and it was just recorded last week over at the Archdiocese. They sent it over to us. Uh, we're in the process of getting that all ready to go. Um, so sign up today, though, for a reminder. And that way you'll just get a notification every day and you won't forget uh, to participate. You know, I'm looking at the prayers, too, on the Hail Mary Media app. And it's wonderful because you have them set up. You have audio prayers, prayer videos, prayer text. So yeah, many options there to choose from. And so depending on, you know, how you want to access the prayers, you've got that. And this sounds like it's going to be an audio prayer. It will be an audio prayer. It will also be in the text prayer section as well. So you can visit either one of those sections uh, later this week and you'll be able to find it. Nice. That's perfect. Put it on social media. Let your friends know that this is a brand new novena from the Archdiocese of Portland. Well, if we could get this novena to to pray around the world and and boost people downloading the Hail Mary media app. Wow. That is a win-win situation for sure. Sarah, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for the great email preview. And I encourage our listeners to please open that up today to find more about that Celebrate Life novena. Thank you very much.
Support for Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Support for Mantra Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including True North Retirement Advisors, a clear path to financial freedom. With decades of experience, True North Retirement Advisors helps business owners exit their business and retire with financial security. Information on how to get started with the business exit strategy plan and scheduling a no-cost consultation is available online at truenorthretirementadvisors.com. Hi, I'm Father Cedric Bizenia. I'm a passionist, religious, and a Catholic priest, and the host of Live With Passion. My motto is touching lives and saving souls. I hope you will tune in each week on Modern Day Radio, Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. It's designed to inspire and encourage you. It's real practical. Talk about real-life issues, things that people are going through. I'm so grateful that you're listening to Modern Day Radio. Don't just live, live with passion. The Morning Blend, brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 8.55 at Mater Day Radio. You know, I have that app on my phone, the Sky app, where you can hold it up and it'll identify, oh, yes. you know, planets and that constellations. That is a fabulous app. See, wouldn't Did that be cool? Did you ever find David? Yeah, that's what I'm looking David for. David Galaxy? <laughs> no, the star. right? The star of David. See, the it's right there. David. You can write it up there. So uh, looking for that. So that that's another reason why. I'm, that, there's a Father's Day gift for me. Give Perfect. Me a, get a star named after me. <laughs> Uh, weather today, high of 76 degrees with morning clouds. Clouds increase tonight, low of 50, and then partly sunny, high of 68. A little cooler for Wednesday, and then, yeah, kind of chilly throughout the rest of the week. But, again, doesn't look like chance of rain. Hmm, kind of minimal, so All we'll right. see. Currently 63 degrees in the Rose City. And closing out our show today, it's Sarah Hart. Way to me. You are listening to The Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
That is Sarah Hart and Way to Me. It's 8.59 at Matra Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. We do appreciate it. Wednesday already, middle of the week, just zipping right through. Zipping right along. I know. Well, it's going to be a great day for sure. Keep it right here at Mater Day Radio. This evening, it is Voice of mm-hmm. the Shepherd with our Archbishop, Alexander Sample. Great programming all day long for sure. We hope all of you have a very blessed day.